there. Hi. That was horrible. Yeah, it was. But it's okay. We're gonna it's, leave it. We're gonna leave it be. Right, because it's the very first episode of this podcast. Wait, let me let me break the ice with my hilarious joke that okay. I said as soon as I walked in. Yeah, yeah. Rachel, did you ever think you'd be in this kind of padded room? <laughs> Absolutely not. Me neither. There are no straight jackets. I know, and there there's so much equipment in here. And it's not medical equipment. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the lighting is nice. Yeah. It's not like white, sterile lighting like no. I always expected it to be. Right. Yeah. The padding doesn't look like sterile either. So no. <laughs> no, it's so nice. My first experience with knowing what like a padded room was was the episode of SpongeBob. <gasps> and then and then SpongeBob became the walls. Like, yes. That freaked me out. Yeah. That was a little intense as a child. Oh, yeah. That was my first existential crisis. I'm like, he became the room. <laughs> So you probably have no idea what this podcast is about because no. obviously we haven't gotten into that yet. Give you a hint. Um, it's not SpongeBob. <laughs> it's not SpongeBob or Padded Room. Well, maybe Padded Room. Maybe. Probably some of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, my name is Rachel Nalavanko. I'm not going with my full name because it's super long and annoying. Um, yeah, none of that. No. Uh, my name is Becky Barnes, which I know is the whitest white girl name there is. <laughs> so fuck yeah. off. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> for you thinking know. it. Whatever. You you addressed it already. I did. I'm just gonna put that out there. Yeah, at least you acknowledge it and you own it. And if you even think about any of the songs with my name as the punchline, I'll kill you. Well, no. <laughs> okay, fair. So this is Chardonnay and DNA. Yes. Um, so this is sort of a spur of the moment brainchild between myself and Becky. Um where we are going to talk about um, anything and everything to deal with DNA. Um, and hopefully drinking Chardonnay as soon as we find out if it's allowed in here. Yeah, yeah. So we're a little bit of liars because there's not Chardonnay or any type of wine involved in this first episode. Um, but there's coffee, for me at least. Not, yeah. not for Rachel. Not for me. Because um, it makes her... Yeah, very sick. Have, have, have an illness. <laughs> <laughs> that um, we won't say anything else about. Yeah, nope. That's it. That's the end. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about anything and everything DNA, um, crazy ancestor DNA stories, crimes that were solved with DNA, and kind of everything in between, whatever we really feel like that day. Um, anything you'd like to add? No, nothing. Cool. <laughs> that that was it. Good cool. synopsis. I am going to say um a lot, and I apologize because I am one of those people who does that. That's okay, because I already mentioned SpongeBob, <laughs> and it's only minute three. Only minute three. <laughs> um, if you've suffered through this with us for this long, um, we're going to just real quick talk about ourselves so you know who we are. Yeah, real quick. Real I hate, quick. I hate doing it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan, no. so anybody wants to skip, totally, please, I feel you. Please, please do. hit that 30-second skip, like, three times. Yeah, we should be done by then, because we don't like talking about ourselves. No. <laughs> All right, you want to go ahead? Yeah, sure. So um, I am originally from Ohio. I went to Kent State University. Go Flashes. Um, wound up in the world of social work where I met Rachel. Um, I'm getting married in November, so you'll be hearing a lot of that, both the, uh, the happy and the stressful, I'm sure. <laughs> um, uh, sidebar to that. I'm allergic to rose gold and I had to return the ring that my fiance so lovingly oh. picked out for me. So that's what I'm in the middle of now. Um, <laughs> it was beautiful too. It was. So um, 
yeah, and I like I like this topic because I'm just genuinely fascinated by true crime, but also I think DNA, the, the use of it and the deepening knowledge of DNA has really helped solve crimes. It's helped, I think, bring voices to victims who were at one point voiceless. Um, and I think that there's just a lot to be learned about it. So I think that was me and me and Rachel's kind of like common ground. Yeah. Um, and definitely inspired by another great podcast that uh, anyone listening to this one should check out, My Favorite Murder. Um, and I love my cats. That was that's Beautiful. it. Thank you. It got real deep and it ended on a really nice note. I know. <laughs> it did, good. right? That's how this is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> I am not the deep one in this relationship, so let me just... <laughs> I hear a little deep. <laughs> uh, my intro is not going to be that deep. Oh, well, okay. You're I mean, about, I'm glad. About I, as, I'm about as deep as a tea, teaspoon. Yeah, yeah. A tablespoon, maybe. The emotional range of a teaspoon. Yes. <laughs> I am Ronald Weasley. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm Rachel. Um, I went to IUP. Uh, for my bachelor's and master's degree in criminology, that means nothing. I don't know anything, so please don't <laughs> don't think that I'm saying I know anything because I don't. Um, currently going to Cal U for another master's degree in conflict resolution. Um, I have five dogs. Yes, I said five dogs. Um, they're very tiny dogs. Yes. They equal a medium-sized dog if you put them together. Yeah, maybe two. Yeah. Uh, I'm married. Uh, to my childhood best friend. Um, so everybody, aw. Yes, yeah. Um You can tell I sound thrilled about that. And uh, I just, I don't know, I really love all things crime. DNA is just kind of a a really cool topic for me. I love all these ancestry DNA stories that are coming out about finding out some family horror that you had no idea existed. And I love all the cold cases and the crimes and, you know, the people who are getting justice from this. I mean, it's, it's, I would say it's, it's fairly new in the scheme of the world, like this science, you know? Oh, it's so new. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, I think they started using it, what, like in the eighties? Maybe. I I think they did. I, I'll, I'll have to, I might be completely bullshitting that, but I'm... You might be, but it sounds good. (laughs) But based on my favorite murder podcast and other true crime things that I've listened to and watched, it sounds like, um, you know, even in the days of, like, Ted Bundy, they weren't even using that yet. Right. And that's not long ago. And even if they were, it was probably very Very basic, basic, very very rudimentary. Yes. So um, that's... I just love it all, and that's why I wanted to do it. I want to get to spend time with my friend. That's me. Hopefully, provide some entertainment for you all on your drive or your work day, whatever. And I would also very quickly like to give you this disclaimer just in case you haven't figured it out yet. Becky and I are not scientists, nope. we are not experts not on DNA, of. not even close. My fiance is a, a, like a maintenance uh, manager slash HVAC extraordinaire, and anytime he fixes something, I think that it was magic, right? So, yeah. Don't trust me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anything. Just, what we're saying, take it with a grain of salt because we truly, we don't know the science behind this stuff. We're just fascinated by it. Like, hopefully you all are. Um, and that's why we decided to do this. Now, so. granted, we will we will cite actual, like, news sources and, like, y- you know, whatever sources are necessary will be accurate as, yes. as best as we can. As accurate as we can. Yes. Uh, and we will, you know, we'll we'll fix things when they need to be fixed. Yeah, I'm... 
totally up for corrections. Please tell me when I'm wrong because, you know, I need to learn. And that's the whole point of this. So, yeah. Um, Oh, this podcast will be weekly, but we're not sure of the day. Yeah. So we're still in the baby steps of this. Uh, We are renting a space to do this. And we're not sure when our schedules are going to align, but it will be released weekly. We just don't know the day yet. As soon as we know, we will update you all. Uh, It will be posted in our description, and we'll make sure to update you in the podcast. Cool. So I will get started. Um, My case is that of Kelly Roulette. Uh, My sources are BBC News, KSL News, which is a news station out of um, Idaho, or I'm sorry, it might be Utah. Um, and the New York Times. So, all right. Get cozy. Yeah, I want you to wow me. I'm going to wow you. So, in 2018, 36-year-old Kelly Roulette submitted her DNA to Ancestry.com, as a lot of us have. Um, <laughs> Roulette was originally from Idaho Falls, Idaho, just a couple of hours from the Wyoming border. Um, she's the daughter of the now-divorced Sally Ashby and Howard Fowler, who married in 1980. Um, shockingly, when the results came back from Ancestry, they reported Roulette as being the offspring of a man she didn't know by the name of Gerald Mortimer. Um, Roulette understandably figured there had been a mistake with, with the site. Uh, when she revealed the results to her parents, they shared that they had reproductive problems and had to seek artificial insemination. Um, because of Fowler's low sperm count, they had to use a combination of his sperm and that of a donor. The couple specified that they wanted a donor at least six feet in height with brown hair and blue eyes. So fortunately, after about three months, the AI was successful and Ashby, Ashley, or I'm sorry, Ashby and Fowler became pregnant with baby Kelly. Yay, science. Um, so a, year, a few years later, the couple shared with their OBGYN that they would be moving to Washington State. He, the obstetrician, cried at the news. Rachel? Why did he cry? Because <laughs> that's his baby. Because the doctor was Dr. Gerald Mortimer. Oh, my God. Yes. So I just wanted to quickly <laughs> talk about what you would do if you found this out. So, like, what would you do? What would be your first step? First off, let me just clarify that our good boy that here decided to... Dr. Mortimer? Dr. Mortimer. Uh-huh. Mort. Morty. 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 He decided to... Not a brick and Morty. That is a very upstanding Morty. Yeah. I... mm. You're telling me that they had to mix up some... Jizz? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say sperm, but I'm really glad you went for that. Yeah. Yeah. They had to mix up some jizz with some other dudes. Yep. And that's how they had the baby. First off... I don't know anything about artificial artificial insemination. That just seems sketch to begin with. Isn't that strange? Yeah. So, and uh, honestly, I should have probably, (laughs) this is a learning curve here. (laughs) I should have probably looked up why exactly that was, but it didn't seem completely relevant to the story. I mean, I think, I assume that the idea is you still have a component of the father. Right. But it's not like you're... I'm just going to not touch that. It's very weird. Yeah. It's 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 strange, yeah. but but so you're telling me Morty, old Morty. Morty. Uh-huh. Decided to use his own. Oh yeah. Because it was superb. He totally... How tall was he? Might I ask? See, and I wanted to know more about that too, but I did not there was no specifics on okay. if he matched that description even oh, slightly. I hope I would like to think 
I would like to think not because that just makes it even worse. <laughs> yeah. I really hope that he's like some short, balding man. I'm going to try to look. We're going to get sued. We should probably really not attack his character. But anyway. Oh, I mean, he's <laughs> kind of. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> anywho. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so, so what, Morty. How would you even react to this? I. Like, I how would you. Know. What would be your first. Like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. Like, that would have been off the gate. Like, that would have been my first reaction. What the actual fuck? Why do you care? Are you not going to get billed anymore? <laughs> like, are you not making the money? I don't know if immediately my mind would go to, you helped me make my, like, your DNA is in my baby. Like, that, you know what I mean? Like, that's. So, okay, I guess as Kelly, like, as Kelly, you, f- well, you mean as the child, what my, my, okay, what, okay, yeah. all right. Like, what, Did he have any kind of relationship with the child? I'll tell you, I'll, we'll Continue. go into that Let's, a little bit. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll keep going. Yeah. I mean, I just think, I guess, as the mother, I mean, that's such a violation. Oh, like, absolutely. And I have more to say about that later. Okay. Um. But, okay, so when Roulette shared um, with Ashby her mother, that she believed she had received false results from Ancestry, her mother asked who was listed as the parent. So at this point, um, she still does... To, to Kelly, Morty is just a guy, and, and he's also just this amorphous mistake in Ancestry. Like, okay. he has no meaning to her. Um, so when, when Ashby, the mother, asked who was listed as the parent, um, you know, Kelly shared, obviously... The mother knew that Morty was her fucking badge doctor. Oh, my God. (laughs) And she was devastated. Like, the mom was devastated. She told her um, husband, or ex-husband, Howard Fowler, um, Kelly's father, alleged father that she had grown up with. Right. Um, So the parents talked about it. And they, but they kept the news from their daughter. They didn't tell her right away. Can I just real quick? This is the tiniest sidebar. Yep. I just want to say that blood does not make a father. Oh, 100%. We don't believe that? Just no. Just throwing that out there. No, 100%. Yeah. No, I, yeah. So Howard Fowler was her dad. Yeah, absolutely. That's who he grew, that's who she grew up with. That's who, you know, taught her to ride a bike. In my no. case, that's who um, taught her to, like, take shots. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Like all the dad stuff. Yeah, doing the dad stuff. Yeah, so, um, but, so if at first the parents do not tell of their connection to to Morty. Okay. However, um, Kelly, after looking at her birth certificate, noticed the match between the paternal name given from Ancestry and the doctor listed on her birth certificate. Oh. Um, so obviously, she oh um, contacts Fowler and Ashby, her her parents, um, in a in a panic. They file a lawsuit in March 2018 against the now-retired OBGYN, Gerald Mortimer, for fraud, medical negligence, battery, emotional distress, and breach of contract. So, <laughs> originally, um, Morty denies any memory of using his sperm to inseminate Sally Ashby, Kelly's mother. And I just put in my notes here, um, excuse me, what the fuck? What do you mean you don't remember, sh- like, shooting your load into some random test tube? And then, I'm sorry. sorry. This is your profession. 
I'm just that you put don't... the worst image in my head, and I just want to let you know. But yeah, like, <laughs> how do you not? You have no memory, so that's just that is just grade A bullshit right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, like your DNA does not tend to lie; it yeah. tends to be irrefutable. So, um, an article from KSL.com on November 8th, 2019, states that Mortimer had since confessed to impregnating not only Ashby, but several of his patients with his own jizz. So, this did not happen once. Mm. It happened several times. Um, And once is inexcusable, but, you know... Once is too many times. Once is way too many times. You know, but the fact that it happened even more, and again, I'll have more to say about this later, but it's just, like, heinous to me. Yeah. So, um, when asked about the previous lie surrounding, you know, when asked about why he lied, basically, um, (laughs) he quotes, if you want to talk about, uh, what did you say, the emotional range of a teaspoon? Yeah. <laughs> Morty states, I was ashamed. I regret the fact that I was a sperm donor, that I did those things in the past. I guess I feel bad about that. I wish I hadn't done it. So, oh, you guess. So let me just, let me back up for a hot second. Uh-huh. He calls himself a sperm donor. I, okay, I have no issue with sperm donors. That is great. You're not a sperm donor. You're not a sperm donor. You knowingly impregnated these women with your your sperm. Mm -hmm. So it's not like he went to a bank and had no idea. Like the whole point of like a sperm donor isn't that to be like anonymous unless you're quite frankly you're you're a gene thief. Yes. Yes. I mean you are because you're robbing these people. Of the chance to, and they, and these poor people already were having infertility issues. Yeah, and that's a struggle. Like, yes, and and the fact that like you're robbing them, they're doing what they have to do to even get a portion of the biological parents' DNA. Yeah, mixed with, I mean, whatever the fuck they had to do. Right. But I mean, you're robbing them of this thing that they want so badly that they thought they'd never have, and and you're tricking. I mean, that's just. You're just tricking them. Yeah, it's not like you went to a sperm bank and donated sperm. Like, you knowingly did this. Yeah, and, and that's, that's something I didn't even think about. Like, yeah. the, even the semantics that he uses are just wrong. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, that was just like, what the fuck when you said that? And yeah. Like, <laughs> no, that's yeah. a really good point. Like, you're, because that's that's just invalidating. Like, you're not right. a sperm donor. You're, you're stealing. No. Oh, okay. So... In his disposition, or I'm sorry, deposition, <laughs> Mortimer admits to masturbating at his office and giving a nurse the semen samples that were to be used. I just want to let y'all know I'm gagging in the corner right now, but okay. Yep. Yeah. So my question here, she he gives the sample, his sample, to... <laughs> to Do you want my sample? <laughs> oh, God. Fucking, so gross. I will so gross. bash my head. Against this padded it's wall. It's soft. It's not going to hurt. Well, I hope it does. <laughs> um, so my question is, did the nurse know? I mean, he claims later that no one in the practice knew. But <laughs> this is what I was thinking. Like, So Morty comes out of his office with a cup of coffee in his hand and this tube and another. It's like literally hot still. Yeah. <laughs> and he gives it to the nurse and she's just... She just, I don't know. I mean, to me, sure, probably no one knew, but, like, 
That seems so... It's... Do they know and just not want to acknowledge That's it? That's what I mean. Like, did, did they have any kind of notion that this was going on? I mean, it could definitely be uh, that they didn't, but it could definitely be that they did. Right. One second. Okay, continue. We'll have sorry. to edit that out. That's, yeah, sorry. So we had like a little uh, technical malfunction there. We're back. <laughs> we, I, I listen to some podcasts that when that happens, they put on like a little uh, like old-fashioned cartoon music. Like, don't mind our mess. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, I don't know. Certainly this guy was probably very upstanding seeming. So no one... No one would have suspected. But I I do think this is so strange that, you know, he was doing this so many times undetected. So this I'm just kind of like going off the wall here. But like, do you think he like picked the people he like, oh, I'd have a real nice baby with that woman. You know what I mean? Like, how did he pick and choose who he was going to use his jizz on? Um, I'll say I'm going to talk more to that. Okay, sorry. No, that's that's a really good point. Um. And my short answer is, I don't think it mattered. So, yeah. Okay. Um, So then Mortimer confesses to using his own sperm at least twice, but less than 10 times to inseminate his patients. I have the biggest problem with that. This, okay, that sounds like something I would say when someone was asking me how many Oreos I ate. Like... I was going with glasses of wine, but uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, more than two, but, but less, less than ten. I didn't eat a whole row, but... <laughs> exactly. Just say multiple times. Everybody knows you're a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Do you think there's a difference between two and eight? There's, there's not a difference between one it, and eight. There's not. I mean, no. So just the fact that he's like... I mean, like you know, you don't get you don't get an A, B, C, or D based on the number of lives you've wrecked. Like, no, it's all an F. Yeah, yeah, it's straight Fs across you the got board. A straight F. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, okay. like these are people's lives. This isn't just some mundane. I, yeah. So that that pissed me off. Um, he said no one else in his office knew about the practice allegedly, and he doesn't recall when he began or stopped using his own semen. Another thing I have a problem with you. I'm sorry. If I jizz in a test tube, I would know the day, time, <laughs> a second. I would know everything about. I would know what shirt I was wearing. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're telling me you don't remember when you started and stopped? Well, and th- here's my issue, though. How many times did he do it where it didn't actually result in a pregnancy, too? So, like, mm-hmm. there are... It's countless. You don't even know. Yep. So, I, I mean, like, I'm not saying I get where he's coming from, but in my mind, that's even more disgusting because it literally meant that little to you, one. Uh, yeah. And, and the fact... Like, I don't know what's worse. If it meant more to... Like, either way, it's, it's, it's bad. It's fucking disgusting. It's all bad. So, yeah. And, I mean, to me, it's like the fact that his career was nearly 40 years and <sighs> you don't you don't remember like when you started and stopped like so was this just did you just snap for five years did you do this for all 40 i mean he very well could have done it from the day he started this stuff uh, yeah just those people never got dna kits done or didn't care to look into it i suppose and i mean part of me wants to find some level of like 
okay, you have a compulsion. Like, it's something that you can't necessarily control. But mm. you're an... I know. I know. I know. Like, complete, like, complete devil's advocate. Yeah, you're giving him way too much credit I there. I am. And this piece of shit deserves nothing. But nothing here... But here's... And that. here's the thing, though. Like, it, but... Also, is the fact that you're an educated doctor. You know the difference between right and wrong. You took a Hippocratic oath. Yeah. So if you have some compulsion, before you even do it, go get help. Go, yeah. go. I mean, do anything but act on it. Like, for crying out loud. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Anyways. So he was employed at Obstetrics and Gynecology Associates of Idaho Falls from 1977 to 2005. Court documents indicate he left the practice because he feared he would be caught. So, I mean, right there just goes to show you if he's fearing that he'd be caught in 2005, he was doing it until 2005. Yeah. And he knew, like, compulsion or not, this is fucked up and I'm going to get in trouble. That's exactly right. Um, So Ashby says, Ashby is the mother of Kelly. Um, Sally Ashby says she feels violated, especially because Mortimer knew Roulette was his child and because the couple and daughter continued to interact with Mortimer while Sally Ashby had been pregnant with Nick, Roulette's half-brother. So, like, they these visits continued. I mean, this man saw her. It doesn't, it doesn't specify. It does say that when they were moving to Washington State, he cried. I assume that this was probably when um, Kelly was un- definitely under, like, 10 years old. Because she d- then has this half-brother. So I would say, she, you know, it was probably between, like, her being three and ten. So here's here's my other, like, what the fuck. How did he know it was definitely his sperm that had impregnated her? Did he not even put the dads in at all? That's exactly right. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't specify. I mean, in all the reading that I did, it said his sperm. Ugh. So did he even f- follow any... Did he even try? And the thing is, I mean, with Ancestry, if there were, it's clearly detecting his genes over Howard Fowler. Yeah. The, the, the man that, you know, he, that she grew up with. Right. Knowing that that's her dad. It's clearly not detecting him at all and it's detecting Mortimer. So I don't know. I don't know if when, um... You have to do that procedure of, like, mixing sperm together. Like, does that detect both? that job title, by the way. Like, what do you do for a living? I'm a jizz mixer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't don't know. But it's clearly, Ancestry is clearly not detecting anyone but him. So I don't know if that means that just only his... You know his sperm. I mean, won it could the have race. just been his swimmer that won. Exactly, but it, it could have been. In my mind, like in hit, how did? Why would he get that emotional if he couldn't even guarantee that was his kid? Is that, what I'm saying. Like, that's true. That makes me think. Oh no! Uh, it was just all of his jizz. All his jizz. Yep. So we say jizz a lot in this, guys. It's this important. will be a one-time thing. I mean, I don't know. Unless... Just this episode. I'm not talking about uh, yeah, the length yeah. of the We're podcast. We're not gonna like. We're not just going to be like, oh, what the jizz? I just can't. Jizz is easier to say than <laughs> Jizz is easier to say than sperm. What sperm sounds saying? way worse. Very clinical. Yes. Very gross. Kay. And semen, that's out of the question. Uh, no. Not doing it. Um. So I just, that was so mind-blowing to me. Like, Ashby is pregnant with Nick, Rolette's half-brother, which is 
is she, is she or i mean is he the half brother is he also a, a morty baby like well, yeah and like well no here's the thing if it's the half brother that was to a different father and the whole problem at the beginning right was the father's yeah. sperm count was low that's true so, so that could have just been yeah right. what's this doctor's name again gerald mortimer okay continue sorry gerald morty mortimer <laughs> um so i mean that that was just mind-blowing to me. I have a photo. Of, of, like, back then. Of our good boy, Morty. I saw the er, the newer one, like, the more recent ones. Well, I mean, just looking at him, I would say that he, well, he's tall, but he's definitely not what they were looking for. Let's see. When you, yeah, yeah. I mean, who's to say, like, how tall he is, if he has blue eyes, if he had brown hair, um, but it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't. It does not. None I of just, it. None of it matters. Mm. Like, it's so. It's so. I just really asinine. like to know what these people look like. Oh yeah, it, it makes helps. it so much easier. More, in my br- and like yeah. more real. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I just thought that was wild that they that she continued you know going to that doctor and then he was seeing Kelly Rollette and clearly knew that this was his kid. Yeah. I mean, just how how wild i mean inimaginable that's like that's devastating it's it is is. and being the mother you would feel so violated i mean you trusted this man with your baby and more and i have more to say on that as well um that just the fact that this was a human life that he just so royally fucked with um so, and the conclusion to the legal portion of this is unclear obviously they filed a settlement um However, the, the the cases were going on a long time, and I could not, for the life of me, figure out that the newest source that I found was the New York Times article. Okay. Um, but I could not figure out what the conclusion of the case was, except for this. So a federal judge in Idaho dismissed the claim brought by Kelly Rowlett, who sued Dr. Gerald Mortimer her biological father, for using his own sperm to inseminate her mother. So what I get from this is a judge dismissed this as being illegal, but, you know, she was, Roulette was still suing. Like in civil court rather than Perhaps. Like criminal court? Yeah, it, I could not sort out that part of it, like what exactly happened. I, this could even still be going on because this isn't that old. I mean, it's, it's, it's less, yeah, I mean, it's less than a year old. Uh, like all the... Um, as far as the lawsuit, like a lot of this stuff came out just last fall. Right. So I think it could be still, you know, still yeah. going on. But a federal judge dismissed the claim because, and here's why. The judge states, Roulette was never a patient of Dr. Mortimer's with respect to the alleged misconduct that took place before she was born, the judge wrote in his decision. Excuse me? So Dr. Mortimer, quote, did not breach any duty of care to Roulette because he owed her none. What? I am so angry about this. And here's why. I looked up um, and I figured I knew the answer, but I looked up and this is not going to be an overly political podcast, but I'm going to call out some bullshit when I see it. Yeah. I looked up if Idaho tends to be red or blue. Okay. I... I figured it was red, and yeah. it is. Heavily conservative. How can you consider a fetus a life in any kind of pro-life debate? 
when they don't even you don't even have to consider them as a patient when you're an OBGYN. Yeah, like that not not to like go either way there, but like you can't you can't have that claim of like Oh, you weren't really a patient because you didn't really count then, but you do count because... That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and, you know, exactly. Feel whatever way you feel about yeah. pro-life, pro-choice, abortion, blah, blah, blah. But you have to make sense. You have to be consistent in your belief. It, and if and if you're, you know, if, if this, this state as a whole being red conservative, you have to realize that Kelly Rowlett had a voice here as being... Maybe not the um, the born patient, but she is a patient nonetheless. Either either way, though, this has affected her life yes. as a not a fetus anymore. You know, right. I mean, this has affected her life as a grown ass adult. And not to oh my god, and not to mention this too, the mother. Yeah. Yes. The mother was the patient here. I mean, the mother was victimized equally. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to give weight and value to who was victimized more. No, but because everyone here was victimized. Yes, but the mother was victimized arguably the most. Right, because she tried. I mean, this this is her body, and <sighs> this is what I wanted to tie it back to. This has rape written all over it, and even though there's, even though it's not the act of sex Mm -hmm. it is power and control over a non-consenting woman's body right it's not like like morty over there was just trying to be selfless like i'm gonna help them no and even i mean there's nothing good about that even if that was what his thought process was because whoa still fucked up but like it's not it is it's definitely power like you're saying yes you know i have control over the situation Ew. And I can and I can do what I want because yeah. I'm a doctor and I can play God and I have a dick. And no, like you are messing with people's lives. Yeah. And I just I just think in again, this will not be an overly political podcast, blah blah blah, but this is bullshit. And yeah. this is you know, this is in the same era as I mean, we're talking nineteen 19- 1979-1980 yeah. when this was this process was going on and that is peak like women's liberation movement and you know I, I just watched the uh, the Ted Bundy um, docu-series on Prime Ooh, okay. that I told you about and it, yeah. and it actually gives um, voices to the women which I loved uh, and this this is written all over it I mean yeah. It's about it's about women not needing to be passive in in their experiences. And I mean, an OBGYN, think about a more a more private and intimate doctor. Yeah. Yes. There's very few that are more private and intimate than that. Right. That do have. And, you know, he just exploited his position of helping people with fertility and all those, you know, such sensitive issues and it's just sickening i mean it's sickening that like this is just a another another reason another way that someone has exploited a, a woman and her family it's it's disgusting it is it's absolutely disgusting and i just think yeah and it's you know it doesn't have to be sex to be still non-consensual action against 
a woman. Yeah, absolutely. And I did also put in my notes here, um, I would like to point out that on the Cosby show, Cliff Huxtable, ya boy, Bill Cosby, was an OBGYN. No shit. <laughs> no <laughs> shit. <laughs> I remember. So I was laying in bed last night typing this up. And I, I thought about, I'm like, God damn it, these fucking these fucking monsters. Like, yeah. And then I thought, you know, as you do, about all your old role models, Bill Cosby being one of them that now you hate. Right. And I was like, didn't he, wasn't he getting called all the time because women were going into labor? Oh. He was a fucking OBGYN. Oh, that's so... Doesn't ew. that just make you feel some kind of way? Yeah, it does. It really... I didn't know that because I didn't watch The Cosby Show or whatever it was, The Huxtables. Yep. It was the Cosby Show, but yeah. yes, The Huxtables were the very loving, lovable, African-American family mother. Fucking Bill Cosby. Yeah, way to ruin that. Mm-hmm. Like, shit. Yeah. How does that make you feel? It makes me glad I never watched the show. You should be. Yeah. Um, For no other reason than I just, I really liked cartoons and like, oh, cartoons it were... was not my oh, jam yeah. back then. And a cartoon know? will never let you down. No. And as you get older, they're so much better because you realize all the hidden dirty shit that's in them. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. This came full full circle. SpongeBob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It did. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, the conclusion to the legal um, the legal ramifications here is unclear. And I suspect that's because it's ongoing. Right. Um, but uh, for more information, there's a great BBC article that I got, like, my first cursory search um, about this case, and then it goes into an even more in-depth and very, very um, interesting and provocative piece in the New York Times, um, as well as tons of, like, local news. I mean, this was crazy shit over there and like, yeah, it, you know, in, in the red conservative states, and it's just something now, did, we don't think about. Did any of the other women uh, or the people that found out, like, have they pursued any legal action that you've seen or connected in any way? Um, so I did not. I don't know that any other women know. If, oh, shit. Yes. So if if we you know, we're still in the baby steps, like Rachel said, but if we decide we want to ever, you know, revisit cases that we've done when more information comes right. out, I will definitely speak to those. But this was kind of like the first one was Kelly Rowlett who put all this together. And thank God for her because what a, like, you know, what a... And it even said somewhere that the family wanted to make this known and then they later were like, okay, we want to make this known because it clearly happened to somebody else, but we also need our privacy because this is so fucked up. Yeah. And and thank God for them for doing that because this actually gave exposure so that perhaps they can figure out where else this was done even though morty fucking says he has no idea when or where he started how many times he jizzed and jesus like wow and and that's what i and when you you had asked earlier was there any rhyme or reason to who he did this to yeah i don't think so i think he did it when he felt like it um he was probably some i I mean i'm assuming like some kind of chronic masturbator who could not control his urges might as well put it to use Right. In his mind. I'm not saying that's okay. Like, that's fucking foul. Right. But, like... And and yeah. I think I think that there's a God complex there. Like, oh, these people need me. 
Oh. And that is just so awful. Like, these people need me. Like, I know my swimmers will get it done. Yes. Like, I can do this. And, like, I'm, you know, I'm helping. And maybe not. Maybe he was just like, ah, fuck it. Like, I can do whatever I want. But there may have been some part of him that thought that this was helping people. And that he, you know, his superior sperm could impregnate these people and give them what they want. See, that's what, like, in my mind, that's what I was going to was, like, did he pick, like, the beautiful women that he thought he would have, you know, beautiful babies with, um, you know. Then that certainly that certainly could be because, um, you know, a gross man, definitely that could happen. Right. Um, but I think that it was probably a lot of just random. I'm a I'm a doctor. I'm a man. I can do what I want and I won't get caught. So Sick. it's interesting to think, like, why – I wonder why in 2005 what what happened there to make him think he could get caught. Yeah, like, what changed that, like – After almost 40 years of doing this. How old, old boy? I'm just curious. Um, Does old it ever boy. say? Here, I can look that up. Just I'm just curious, like, you know, maybe, maybe he had, like – a change of heart in his old age and I'm still saying that's bullshit and that's probably not the case. Sure, like, like perhaps maybe he had um, I, I know that with some men when they, for some reason when they have grandchildren that like at least in my family that like softens them a bit, like they have this different bond with a grandchild, perhaps he had granddaughters and was like what the fuck am I doing? I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> maybe, I mean one could hope that he had that some he had something, yeah awakening like that. Yeah. Um, so it says... Mm. I mean, if we can't find it, we can always spin back to it. I was just curious, because yeah. he looks old as hell in the pictures. I mean, yeah, he certainly looks to be in his 70s. He is no spring chicken. Definitely not. Definitely so. not. Um, That's, I mean, it's it's amazing that, you know, they found this out through Ancestry DNA. And I often wonder how how possible it is for them to make a mistake like that in the lab like because mm-hmm. think weirder things have happened oh like, yeah don't get me wrong there when i did mine my sister came back as my grandma mm. which you know was just a <laughs> i know hey beck you're a whole 10 years older than me grandma oh my, wait was your grandma alive at this no time? no oh, this God. was like a couple this is like last year oh wow and she finally did it and it came back as my grandma so like so i just sure but things. that's still rel- related. It's you know still what in I mean? your family. If you don't even know who old boy is, you know what I mean? Like, you see Morty and you're like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. But, and you've got to think, like, those labs are sterile as hell. So they're not yeah. mixing and matching stuff. Well, and, you know, I don't know what went, behind, like, what went on behind the scenes before they put together that this was not a mistake. If I don't know if Ancestry perhaps, um, like, checked again, ran the test again. Yeah. Just to make sure. Just to, like... Um, or maybe I'd it be didn't interested even about that. Yeah, and maybe it didn't even need to go that far though, because once, once they saw, once Kelly saw on the birth certificate, oh my God, this was my parents' fertility doctor. Then you, wow. then you start to realize there's a connection. It's not just some Joe Schmo yeah, that you've reveal. never, that no one's ever heard of. Yeah. Um, the fact that there is a connection there, and Kelly may have even remembered him, depending on when it was they moved to Washington State, and then he yeah. cried because his. Do- That's another thing. <laughs> oh, I could just go. I could just. Um, mm. 
you cried because the woman and her family that you artificially inseminated without her consent, they're moving. I also just wonder how many other families he continued a relationship with afterward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's. But, you know, to me, to me, I don't even know that he gave a fuck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure, he cried because these people were leaving and maybe Idaho Falls is not somewhere that people typically leave. So the fact that someone was moving away, like one of these... um, Yeah, I mean, like, if you're in touch with your emotions, that's great. But, like, this is a whole... You know what I mean? No, my, my point is that maybe this was, like, maybe he showed some care about this because people don't tend to leave so he had all his his little his little babies, his little babies and baby mamas yeah. and then this one left but to be honest i don't think that he really gave a fuck about the consequences until until something happened i don't know what that event is but something but something happened to make him think like oh shit because people yeah. like that, you don't. They don't just grow a conscious. No, no, no. It's not like it. You, you sprout one overnight. No, and that doesn't just happen. So someone caught him, and he paid him off, or, you know, someone. Or maybe her moving. You know, she was going to see a different doctor at that point, and maybe it could have. But he didn't retire until two thousand five. Oh right, yeah. And this happened back in like eighty. So, mm. it, it's just. I, I would be interested in like how how that happened where, you know, he decided he just decided, oh, I, I got to stop this or I'm going to get found out. Something scared him into it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It had to absolutely. Be. And I'm sure, you know, he was in the practice for nearly 40 years. So he probably was wealthy. Yeah. And he was of the generation where he didn't have to pay a lot for school. So he probably had a lot of money. So whoever caught on, he probably paid off or threatened or whatever, um, which is really sad. And this whole thing is just really fucking gross. Yeah. But um, anyway, that's the case of Kelly Roulette. Wow. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. That was really gross. Gross. <laughs> I was trying to think of a way to compliment it without just saying that was really gross. Oh, no. It was super, it was it was super gross. Super gross, but great. <laughs> Thanks. A really great first story to bring to the table. And I think if either of us has a niche, mine probably will kind of go back to like what about this doesn't make sense with either the politics of the region yeah. or the uh, or the whatever whatever culture it perpetuates in this case like rape culture yeah is so into it it's so deeply embedded yeah huh yeah well thanks yeah you're welcome that was really good i'm gonna take a glug of my coffee yeah um, so, as Becky has said earlier, we want to hear from you. Yes, if please. you know anything about this case or, you know, we messed something up with this case and you want to correct us, please reach out to us. Please be nice, though. Y- yeah, I mean, I'm be frail. gentle. Yes. We're both frail. We're, we're frail and full of anxiety. We are. <laughs> so, please uh, just gently to let us know. Yeah, yeah. So, just, I mean, let us know. Also, we want to hear from you if you have any crazy DNA stories, if you took an ancestry DNA kit and you found out something insane about your family. Like, we want to hear that. Um, so reach out to us. We're easy to find. Our email address is Chardonnay and DNA at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
Same names uh, on Facebook. It's Chardonnay and is the little ampersand. Is that what that's called? Yes. I'm messing that up entirely. No, it's an ampersand. Okay. The yep. little and signed, you know. Yep. Uh, Chardonnay and sign DNA. And I believe it's the same on Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, so reach out any way you can. We want to hear from you. And thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Bye. Bye.